0: Welcome to Unapologetically Me with your host, Felicia Schenken. This program is designed to bring you great resources in conjunction with the website phillywnc.org to help you break free from the standard flow of work life and become the person you aspire to be. Now, here is your host, Felicia Schenken.
1: Hello and welcome back to Unapologetically Me. I am your host, Felicia Schenken. I hope April has been good to you so far. I know it has been good to me. We bring awareness to so many important things this month. One subject that we recognize is sexual abuse awareness. We don't talk about this as much as we should. There are a lot of victims who have not talked about their trauma due to shame, embarrassment, afraid of being ridiculed, judged, and so much more. Today, we have a guest who who overcame her pain and trauma and decided to turn around for something positive. Have you ever heard the saying, Do not let your past define you. Well, this woman hasn't, and I can't wait for you to meet her today. We welcome all the countries we have picked up and the returning ones. We thank you for your support. Carolyn Wilson is an award-winning filmmaker, best-selling author, international motivational speaker, and a transformational lifestyle coach that has been featured on Huffington Post, iHeartRadio, Radio Radio One, ABC here in the States, CBS, Dr. Oz, and Women's World magazine. She is a certified life coach who educates, teaches, guides, empowers, and inspires women to reach their full potential connecting mind, body, and spirit. I love it already because for those of you who don't know, I run a women's organization. So this is very dear to my heart. She shows them how to identify their life's purpose and break through their own barriers to overcome their number one culprit, that four-letter word, fear. She is a survivor of sexual child abuse and domestic violence, and she has intentionally created a new narrative for her magnifying life, and I am honored to have her as a guest today on the show. Please help me welcome my guest, Carolyn Wilson. Welcome, Carolyn. How are you?
2: Hi, Felicia. Oh, thank you so, so much. Every time I hear a bio, it just gives me like goose pimples because I go, wow, who is that person? And I'm
1: like, oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is? I-, I feel the same way. It's like you, it's almost like you're on the outside looking in when people are talking about you and the accomplishments and the things that you have done. You don't realize because you're continuously moving on to your next journey in your life. But I want to ask a simple question. We're going to sure. start off simple here. Okay. Um What did you do before you started your organization? Just being a single mom.
2: (laughs) Single mom, working, um, volunteering, doing a lot of volunteering, uh, serving on multiple boards, um, just being of service. So that's pretty much what
1: I was doing before. I did all this other stuff. <laughs> wow. And a lot of stuff she is doing, and you guys will find that out. So, how long has your organization been around? And explain to all of us what is your purpose? I know what it is, but my audience doesn't.
2: Ah, awesome. Awesome. And you know, I know this is going to be aired later on, but today, as we're recording it, is a special day. So, today is actually the day that I just took a leap of faith and I just did it and it started on this day. Congratulations. <laughs> eight, thank you. April 18th of 2014. Mm-hmm. That was my very first um I, I was a blog. I started off this blogging, right? And mm-hmm. it was if not now then when. <laughs> that was my very first one because I had to take that leap and I was in the process of, you know, overcoming uh, or working through, because I didn't think I overcame it yet, but I was working through this whole thing Like you talked about. This is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and I am a survivor of sexual child abuse. So it was something that kind of came back, and you know I had buried it. I had buried that seed um, that was given to me, because I didn't plant that seed, that other than someone else planted that seed, and that was my abuser. So it came back up. You know, you don't you don't kill the things from the root. You pull the seeds up, okay. But if you don't get to the root, <laughs> that is so it's going to eventually it's going to eventually come back. And boy, did it come back! And it came back in such an, a vengeance. It came back and it just took over my whole garden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think I ever had heard that took over my whole garden. That's something that's different. Wow. So that so that was your purpose. It started from there. It, it started. started- Yeah, yeah. it started from there, just me just trying to process this
2: whole thing, you know, just trying to process and figure out where I was at in my life. Because prior to then, you know, I guess that I I did service. Service for me is above everything else, right? Right. So serving on boards at a high level, um, being, you know, uh, on the executive committee of the board, actually chairing a board being the first African American to ever serve on this board. And the organization was over 150 years old. So, you know, I was making some milestones, making some real great, you know, uh, stepping stones, you know, right. For myself, for my kids, but there was always something Felicia, I don't know if you or anybody else out there when you're making these, you know, you're making these accomplishments, but then something just didn't feel right. Like it just felt like it was a mix match. Like I was, In these rooms, in the boardroom, first and foremost, I was primarily the only, most of the time I was the only woman, but definitely I was the only woman of color. (laughs) I can relate to
1: that. I I was the only woman of color. I understand (laughs) that. I understand that completely. (laughs) I walked into some uh, organizations when I was still in the corporate world and there was no one that looked like me. Not even me, a person, an ethnic person at all. So I I get it. Right, so you have... So then there's,
2: then there's the third one. And then my age, I was young. Everyone else was, you know, more seasoned, right? So I'm Mm -hmm. in my twenties and thirties, you know, like rocking it according to other people, but Mm -hmm. I didn't feel it. It just didn't match. I'm, I'm in these rooms. I'm, I'm with lawyers and judges and dignitaries. And I'm like,
1: how I get here? <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it happens, right? When you're not paying attention, you're like, how did I get here? Exactly. How did
2: I got placed at the table. Like, you know, a lot of times we talk about the table, like, get a, you know, make a seat at the table. Sometimes you just get placed at the table. Like I, I was so used to being, you know, I don't know about in, in the States, this is what we used to do. You know, you had the adult table, you had the kids table. I was so right. used to being at the kids table, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I wasn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't matriculate to the adult table but i just got catapulted to the adult table and at the head of the table mm-hmm. and i'm like i this is different and feels so weird and i don't really know what what's going on but guess what i'm gonna take it all in and i'm gonna pay attention so i operated in that space very well to the point right. where it was almost like to their surprise like oh wow like, we didn't think you were going to show up. So why not? That made me want to show up even more, right? Exactly. Because I didn't expect for me to be there. But then when this whole new, you know, this, this new tree started to come up in my life, mm-hmm. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And, and I had to just, it just put everything to a halt. And it really took a toll. So if anyone has been through any kind of adversity, any kind of trauma, trauma for me, I identify it as something that is it shifts your norm. So right. it doesn't have to be sexual abuse. doesn't have to be, you know, domestic violence. It, it, it can be, you just found out that you have a disease. You right. can find out that maybe, you know, your, your, your spouse is leaving. You mm-hmm. can find out, you know, that you're going to lose your job. Do- like it's anything that shifts your norm. You start having the reactions and your body starts responding to the trauma. So that's what was happening to me at that moment. And I had to just really, really, really take a moment. And it was on top of other trauma, right? So because I'm right. also a survivor of, of domestic violence. So and I totally remember going through the whole process of the court system with child support and, and, and custody and things of that nature. And that takes a toll on you. My, meanwhile, I'm going through that, but still kicking it in the boardrooms, right? How about that? Right. Mm. (laughs) Still kicking it in the boardroom. Oh, and by the way, the one of the organizations, they were women, a couple of them were women organizations. And one actually was to help other women in domestic violence situations. And ironically, I was in the middle of one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How about that? Right. So just trying to navigate through that. And now you pile on. Oh, by the way, remember that 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 thing you buried with, you know, you were molested when you were a kid and mm-hmm. a teenager? Oh, guess what? Now it's time for you. And remember, you kept trying to address it and you said, nah, 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 we're not going to deal with it. I'm done with it. It's over. I'm going to move on with my life. I'll let other things replace it.
1: You, mm-hmm. know, you know, Eric,
2: will, you know, the domestic violence and all those other things, right? Right. So it's like, you know, I was like, listen, my higher power is God. Mm-hmm. said, okay, it's time. Now it's time for you to deal with this because you've been asking. You've been seeking, you've been wondering, you've been questioning. So now here's your end. You didn't know how, but I'm about to show you how. And mm. I wanted to, and here's the thing. Not only am I going to show you how and bring this to you, I want to see how bad you really want this. How right. bad do you really want to be free and make connected dots and allow yourself to be authentically who you are, right? right. Unapologetically. And allow yourself to now be matched and be whole. Let your insides match your outside and everything make you not feel like you don't belong in any place or space. Although I'm putting you there because I'm showing you where I'm taking you. I'm putting you there. I placed you in all these places and spaces to prepare you for what I have for you. So since you're questioning, dear daughter, I'm going to present this to you. Now it's up to you what you're going to do with it. So... I immediately knew once this whole shift came mm-hmm. that I had to do something. I had to do it even when it made my voice shake, even right. when it made my body tremble. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, if not now, then when? I had to, because it was it was me that was on the line. You right. know, and it, it gets deeper when, you know, we start going further into my story that I was doing this for other people, including the little girl that I was saving um, in the process, but really truthfully, Felicia, mm-hmm. I was saving a little girl that was within me that Absolutely. never got saved, right? right? That never got rescued. So that way she can grow up and she can match and she can stand in these rooms with authority because right. you've been placed in these rooms with mm-hmm. authority, right? Cause I've been placed there by a higher authority. Mm-hmm. So listen, it, it just was a journey that, um, was very painful so I, I want i want the listeners to be very clear with this anything that you're facing and you're you're trying to um remove these layers it's going to hurt that's right
1: absolutely <laughs> it's going
2: to hurt it's going to hurt like it's never hurt before and you're going to have to endure so instead of you know like with the if you you know, burn your hand or something. You touch the stove, you you pull your hand back because Mm -hmm. it hurts, right? And you have a reaction to hurt. But just imagine saying, okay, okay, I'm burning my hand, but I'm going to keep my hand on this stove. I'm going to keep it. And I'm going to let this thing sizzle and scorch. And and I'm going to endure it. I'm going, ah, but I'm going to hold on to it anyway Mm because I'm going to let this pain come. I'm going to let it hurt because I know I have to endure this in order for me to truly, for it to truly heal. Now, everybody like, that doesn't even sound right. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. If you really want it, right? Mm -hmm. If you really want to be free, because I know I did. I really wanted my life to match. I really wanted things to, do, and and it's much better, trust and believe. But yet Mm -hmm. I'm still always seeking because we never reached a level of perfection. But I'm right. still always seeking. I'm always still learning. I'm always still growing. I'm always asking God, okay, how and what's next? Because mm-hmm. okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you for providing this moment. What's the next moment? What what else do you have for me? What is the assignment? And yeah, the assignment is much bigger than me. It took me a while to realize that, but I understand. Mm-hmm. I truly, truly understand the assignment. Why I had to go through what I went through. Right. Why I was asking the questions I was asking and why it was presented to me in the way that it was presented. Because mm-hmm. I have a lot of people that mention to me when I tell them my story, they go, wow, like, you don't sound like you were molested. <laughs> right. Or you don't look you don't, like what you've been through. You, you, yeah. you don't look like you've been molested. You don't look like you've been mm-hmm. to, you know domestic violence relationships or intimate partner relationships. You don't look like any of those things. And I'm like, so what is it supposed to look like? right? Exactly. What is it supposed to sound like? Exactly. Because right? I can say it with a smile. I know your listeners can't see me, but I know you can feel my smile. right? Exactly. You can feel, it, feel my smile. That right. I can literally tell you, yeah, those are the things that happened to me. But they didn't happen just to me. They happened through me. Mm-hmm. Because they happened through me to exalt me. Exalt me so that what I didn't
1: have to no longer carry those burdens that someone else gave to me. And that's usually what happens is we all have a story um, and we've all been through trauma. Uh, you know, once uh, we continue with the show, uh, you know, you talking about it, it's healing, but also each time you talk about it, you have to relive that moment. And, you know, I know that's hard getting through um, you know, I've seen your movie. We'll talk about that later as well. Cause we're getting ready to go to break shortly, but um, you know, the process is in the healing. If you keep it in, like you said, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, you don't look like you've been through this or you don't look like, you know, there's times when you have to smile and you're hurting inside. And I know you as a child, and you were hurting inside. And to even have family members not even know what was going on with you, they knew something, but they didn't know what. So, um, you know, when we get back from break, we'll talk a little bit more about Uh, you, your organization, uh, your film, definitely, and new projects that uh, you have coming up on the horizon. So we're getting ready to go to break right now and we will be back with the fabulous Carolyn Wilson.
0: Philadelphia Women's Network Connection is a premier women's networking group We help professional businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace learn how to find untapped resources to grow their business and find connections with professionals that get proven results. If you're ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, we're ready to support you with a variety of resources. Visit phillywnc.org to get started. That's phillywnc.org. You are listening to Unapologetically Me with host Felicia Schenken. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send an email to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. And now back to Unapologetically Me.
1: Hello, and welcome back. Uh, This is Felicia Shankin, your host, and we are on the show Unapologetically Me. Today, we're talking to Carolyn Wilson, who is a Motivational speaker. She is a best selling author, a winning filmmaker, and a transformational lifestyle coach. So before we went into break, Carolyn was just telling us a little bit about her purpose and her organization. So, Carolyn, one of your personal mantras is I want you to magnify your essence through your thoughts, words, and deeds, all in order so you can discover your true you to be healed, be free. And be magnified. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Mm, yeah, absolutely. That just warmed my belly just hearing you read that. Oh wow! Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, it it means it's 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 all of who I am, right? It's mm-hmm. it's literally the beginning. When I said, if not now, then when. Mm-hmm. Um, my blog was magnify your essence, right? And that's just my organization, magnify your essence, mm-hmm. and it's all things that come from that. And it and it really stemmed from me saying okay i gotta work on me because i remember i kept saying something's not right something's not right we talked about in the last segment right and then i just caught i kept writing down different you know things and you know i believe that when we're jotting things down and like when we're not really paying attention that's our soul our spirit giving us the directions and when we start looking at these little pieces of papers and and receipts and things we just notate and doodle no right. we're, we're actually giving the information to ourselves so i kept writing things about project me i gotta work on me and okay let me think about how can i make this work and make it cute because I, I just wanted it to be for me you know right. so i was like okay me i've got to work on me project me I'm like nah nah i don't like that and i was like hmm me so what about me i was like okay well how do i break down what's what does m stand for and i'm like well m is mag- magnificent yeah, I'm that. I'm like, nah, that don't feel right. I'm like, it's marvelous. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm that too. But nah, that don't feel right. And then I was just like, hmm, hmm, magnify. Oh, that's interesting. Let me put that to the side. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the E and I'm like, hmm, E. Excellent. Yep. Mm hmm. And then I just went through all the E words and then I landed on essence. Mm hmm. When, oh, that just felt right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, essence, essence. Essence is your core, who you are. -hmm. Right now, Carolyn, it's time to magnify your essence. Wow, that's the conversation that I had with myself. It's time for you to magnify your essence in order to be healed, in order to go through all the things you talked about from a mantra one of my many ones, right? Yes, that's literally what it's about. And I started. Like I said, this blog, which still exists to this day, mm-hmm. and I didn't even change it. I'm unapologetic. It's it's my chia pet blog. Okay. It it, it still says WordPress on it, and I don't really care <laughs> 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 because it's not about the way it looks. It's about the content. And It's about right. what's behind it, and it's about what it's doing for other people, including from including me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, magnify your essence. Is literally, you know, to be to be magnified. When you're magnified, your essence is 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 enlarged, right? You right. truly tap into who you are. You release the fear that's been keeping you, you know, away from everything that you're destined to do. Mm-hmm. And you truly, 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 truly—that's <laughs> the best word I can say. That you just illuminate, become bright, you become this light. you the darkness that has been covering you. Was because of other people's stuff. It's right. not even yours. It doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. Everyone has light. I, I I I joke now because now I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a movie called Poltergeist, right? And okay. you have the little girl, and she's at the TV, and she's like, "It's like come to the light, Carolyn." Like I, got <laughs> I got teased by that. I'm and sure. I like the light, <laughs> light Carolyn. I'm like. No, leave me alone. My name is Carolyn, not Carol Right. But you know what? When I break it down, I said, oh, that was a message. Come to the light, Carolyn.
1: Come to the light. Come exactly. to the light.
2: Like, because you are the light, like your light needs to be illuminated and needs to shine very brightly. So mm-hmm. because you are a beacon, because I'm doing these things, once again, it's all back to what my Heavenly Father has already told me, like I'm creating that you're the visionary because I need you to shine brightly because there's so many souls that are still in darkness. There's so many people that need to see just a glimpse of hope. What does a lighthouse do? A lighthouse is there to keep the vessels safe. That's right. To steer them away from the shallows, Mm -hmm. to protect all those on board, Right Mm -hmm. to allow you to know that you're getting close to land, but maybe you need to go a different way. Mm -hmm. it allows you to see in the dark when things seem to be cloudy that's my position I'm a lighthouse I'm a beacon Mm -hmm. because my light has to shine and it can't shine if it's still covered it can't shine if it's still you know if it's broken right (laughs) right and and guess what around this great vast land and, and world. There are many lighthouses. Mm -hmm. Some of them are out of commission. A lot of them see, but now it's time to get a new pole and relight them one lighthouse at
1: a time. I love it. I love it. So one of of your titles is transformational lifestyle coach. So what type of clients do you look to work with?
2: Anyone who's looking to change their lifestyle. And And their lifestyle is mind, body, and soul. Okay. Mind, body, and spirit, are all three. So yes. yes, do I work with clients who want to lose weight? Yeah. But guess what? I'm not going to teach you Zumba. I'm not going to teach you how to eat. It's going to be something totally different because it's all mindset. Right. It's all within your mind. It's all mm-hmm. within how you position yourself and what you do, how you create this new lifestyle. Um, once again, those who want to learn how to tell their stories, right? hmm once again, we gotta tap into all three mind, body, and soul. Like that's everything right. that's transformational, once again, with when you can it's it's your thoughts. So I right. can take it back to my, my book, Magnified Thoughts, mm-hmm. because it's about having a transformational journey. Everything is a journey. So all of my clients, I take them through a journey. It's a transformational journey. So whatever it is they're trying to do, personally, professionally, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually, physically, and mentally. Right. So that's pretty much who I work with, and it's really helping these women, and it's men too now at this point. But to overcome fear, right?
1: Fear keeps you from being who you should really, truly be. Oh, absolutely! It was fear <laughs> that kept me on a corporate job two years longer than I wanted to be. And to that day that I came in and sat down and typed my resignation letter and sent it, and said, "Oh well, I can't take it back now." that four letter crippling word. So like, I like you turned it around. So my fear is forget everything and rise. Oh, forget everything and rise. Oh, I like that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So you, you it's I'm glad. So this leads into the next question that I have for you. You were talking about your book, magnify your essence. So you're an international author. Yes. What was the first thing you wrote about? Was that your first book? My friend it's so here's the
2: thing. Ironically, I was writing um Magnified Thoughts that was already downloaded into me and I was in the process of writing it and getting it together. Mm-hmm. And um it just kept delaying. <laughs> I kept okay. delaying. I kept delaying when it. But see, but now I realized that it was it was it had to be released at a certain time. It had to be released, released, not in my timing, but in divine timing, right? Exactly. So At the same time I was writing my book and putting my book together, Mm -hmm. Um, I had another person I was in a cohort with. We were in this mastermind group and she wrote a book and I'm like, wow. So her sweet spot was she wrote her book and Mm -hmm. my sweet spot is I did an empowerment event Mm. (laughs) for women, right? right? And that's where I was like, oh, I could do this in my sleep. And so, but I was really fascinated. I'm like, wow, you wrote a book. So that inspired me. And then vice versa, I inspired her with doing the events. So she said, you know what? I'm thinking about doing uh, another book, you know, mm-hmm. inviting some people to come on an anthology. Would you be part of it? And I was like, you know what? Well, no, no. She said, okay, anyway. So I said, well, <laughs> if you do it, I'm trying to get the story right. I said, if you do it, I'll be part of it. And she was like, mm-hmm. really? She said, if you would, you'll be part of it? I was like, yeah. So... You know, just kind of being this cheerleader, like, sure, go ahead and do it. And then she gets back to me like a week later, like, I'm doing it. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> In the middle of writing my book, I didn't think he was going to really do it. So I have to be a, a woman of my word. So I was part of her her project. And let me tell you, it was amazing. It's called I'm Fine, okay. I'm A Woman's Silent Cry. And it's by um, Felicia Jones. Okay. Um, and it's myself and seven other women Um, really just debunking this whole myth that when we say I'm fine, um, we're really not. Exactly. And so what's the beauty of this is that once I, you know, I I signed up with her and did her project, it was another lady on the project that she also was doing another book. Mm -hmm. And so, and she kept asking me in all these different titles and this one title kept jumping out at me. And I'm like, I'm not doing that because I didn't agree with it because it was um, His Grace is Sufficient. That part, Mm -hmm. but then it said, "Turn." He turned my mess into a message, and Mm. I was still in that early stage of processing this stuff. I'm like, my life was not a mess. You know, I'm positive thinking, right? Right. I can't admit that my life was a mess, (laughs) 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 but it kept kept coming up, and I'm Mm -hmm. like. Oh, man, I guess I'm supposed to be doing this book because why does this keep coming up? Right. So I went ahead and did it. So I actually did simultaneously three books. So it was I'm Fine, His Grace is, I mean, I'm Fine, A Woman's Silent Cry by Felicia Jones.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: um, His Grace is Sufficient. Uh, He turned my mess into a message by Teresa um, Hawley. Mm
1: -hmm. um,
2: And then Magnify, (laughs) it.
1: Wow. There was a lot going on. So I had
2: a trifecta. I had three books simultaneously and they all became bestsellers. Uh, It was just like the most insane time of my life. But I'm like, wow, I did it. Who comes out with not one book, but three books. And I came out with their books before I actually came out with mine. So, you know, there we go. Being selfless.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And not only that, they were setting the stage but what you were about to bring and continues to bring. bring. So how many books have you written so far, Carolyn, even collaborated on? Five,
0: five five. books. So
2: I have the, like I said, those, those three, Mm -hmm. my magnified thoughts, which is my baby. Like I literally just did a um, book club with Mm -hmm. uh, women from the Caribbean and one woman from Venezuela. I was like, wow, so cool. Yeah. Uh, where they were reading my book, and we had a, a discussion um, last night. So that mm-hmm. was very, like, wow.
1: Okay. Um,
2: the latest two books um, one I did last year mm-hmm. with uh, the incomparable, the legendary, <laughs> you guys know him as Mamie Baby Boy, Les mm-hmm. Brown, right? Yes. So I Mr. did a Les book. Mr. Les Brown. Yes. Mr. Les Brown did a book with Les Brown and Dr. Cheryl Woods. It was a collaboration um, with them in about uh, 79 other authors co-authors mm-hmm. and it was called you are enough mm. um because you are you are enough and right. you know my chapter was basically you know tapping into your fearless force you know because mm-hmm. i'm always about being fearless right it's your that's fearless right. force within um and with then my, my latest book that's out now actually the ebook is available and the physical copy I'm so excited to release, this was going to be released um, very, very soon, um, is her story. Yes. And her story is, this has been a baby of mine for, for years. It was placed in my spirit and it's, it's coming to fruition because once you pass, you know, the, the doubt and go, like, I can I do this. I'm like, yeah, right. you can do it. Right. And everything just came, came to play. It's her story. Um, 25 women from around the world.
1: Awesome.
2: Um, talking about their stories of being healed,
0: mm-hmm.
2: empowered, mm-hmm. and resilient. And it literally touches every continent on this globe.
1: That's
0: wonderful. the exception
2: of Antarctica, because no one lives there. They just visit their <laughs> digital science project. So I don't have a penguin on there, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I literally there's a, um, I have from New Zealand to Hong Kong. Let uh, me just go around and take you on a trip right now. So New Zealand, mm-hmm. Hong Kong. Kenya, London, um, all throughout the states, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland, Virginia, Georgia, North Mm -hmm. Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, Michigan, and Wisconsin. I think I got everybody in the States. And then we go down to the Caribbean, so Barbados. And then we go to South America, and then we are in the beautiful country of Guyana. So these women from you know in their 20s all the way to their 70s some mm-hmm. of them sharing their stories with the very they really you know what they shared the story that they didn't want to tell right mm. right because you have to dig deep when you want to really say that you're healed that's what mm-hmm. her stands for this is the year of her right her being healed mm-hmm. because when you're healed then you are truly empowered that's right once you are empowered then you become resilient because mm-hmm. once again, Things are going to continuously happen in your life.
1: Always. There's different
2: layers. It's like an onion effect. It's the layers. And right. so when you go through that process, you build yourself up strong. You build yourself up to understand the snapback, bounce back. You can bounce back really quick. You know, I, I remember um Willie Jolly years ago when I was doing this uh like leadership stuff. And I remember he said such a profound um message, and he had a book called, you know, your your setback is a setup for a comeback. Right. I never forgot that. And guess what? It's not just a setup. It's your it's
1: it's man, it's, it's not a comeback, it's your snapback. <laughs> yes, it is. But you know what it is? One one of the things that you said, and we're gonna be uh going to another break shortly, okay. but one of the things that you said that I love is it is so true. I think as leaders, cause you and I, uh, we live in, you know, Philadelphia, yes. uh, what not only did we meet and connect and build a relationship, we're also friends. Yes. And yes. a lot of times, um, people don't see leaders. Um, they don't see people as yourself as people, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times we're smiling, but you know, there's a lot of things going on on the inside, especially if exactly. you are a solopreneur, um, if you're doing a lot of things by yourself, which, you yes. know, anybody knows, if you start a business, you will be doing most of the things by yourself right? until you can get to a place financially where you can get help. But, um, you know, people don't see us as real. They don't see us feelings. They, yeah. you know, they see all, like you say, all the things that are said about us. Mm-hmm. And it's almost in their mind, like, oh, wow, well, she is so away from where I could be because like you said, one thing you mentioned, mindset. Mindset is everything. And you have to see it in your mind first before, you know, anything can happen.
2: My thing I like to say, Felicia, is put yourself where you see yourself.
1: There you go. Exactly. Put yourself
2: where you see yourself. I was at a Tony Robbins event where Les Brown was speaking, but I missed him. But Mm -hmm. during the lunch break, I walked up on that stage and I took a picture of myself because I'm like, this is where I'm going to be. There you go
0: sharing the to. same
2: stage with the greatest. And I did back in September, I shared the stage with Les Brown.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, you know what they say, right? Faith without works is dead, right? There you go. There you go. There you All go. right, everyone. So we're getting ready to go to another break out to pay some bills and we will be back with the fabulous Carolyn Wilson. <laughs>
0: Philadelphia Women's Network Connection is a premier women's networking group. We help professional businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace learn how to find untapped resources to grow their business and find connections with professionals that get proven results. If you're ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, we're ready to support you with a variety of resources. Visit phillywnc.org to get started. That's phillywnc.org. You are listening to Unapologetically Me with host Felicia Schenken. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send an email to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. And now back to Unapologetically Me.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Felicia Shankin, your host of Unapologetically Me. We're talking to a great guest today, Carolyn Wilson, who has done so many things and continue to do things. So, well, before we went to break, we were talking about some of the books that Carolyn has written. She is an international author. Now I want to go a little deeper. So when did you create your short film, The Good Life? And can you tell us a little more about it? And by the way, congratulations on that Sophie Award. You won uh, Best Writer for a short documentary film and you were also nominated for Writer and Producer, but you won for Best Writer. So tell us a little bit about your movie.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So once again, I tell you how uh, when you open, when you say yes, Mm -hmm. just put this out there. When you open yourself up to yes, then the doors will fling open. The endless possibilities will come to you Once again, I said, you know, God places you in spaces and places because he's preparing you for what's coming up. I had no idea I was going to be a filmmaker. I kind of, you know, kind of poised around. I said, yeah, it'd be nice to do a documentary. I'm thinking, you know, like a little four minute thing, you know, two, three, four minute thing, take a little video outside the house where I was molested at and just kind of call it a day. I had no idea that I was going to be part of this amazing program through um, Scribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they taught me how to become a filmmaker to be, to really put my story to, to film because magnified thought it really, it touches on my story slightly. You know, right. my story is sprinkled through all the little book, all the, not little, all the books that I've r- written mm-hmm. in, but it never really dove into it. I didn't do a deep dive. Right. And so I was like, I don't want to write it again because I knew I've seen other people who. Wrote memoirs and it took them years because it takes you and put you in a dark space because now you have to relive those things like we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't. I think I can. It'll be better if I show it, opposed to having people read it. Um, That's reading it is one thing, and it can still go on forever. But showing it has more power. And so I, I just was able to put this together and by literally by the grace of God, because I I can't even tell you how I got this film together the way I did. It (laughs) it literally just all came together, Felicia, when I tell you this, everything worked out. Mm -hmm. And I mean, my whole cohort, I know they probably didn't think that I was going to come out with anything because film was not in my background. Mm -hmm. Um, I had no clue what they were talking about. I felt like I was in a foreign land, Mm -hmm. but yet I was there and I paid attention. And yet, I was there, and I understood. Okay, if you put me here, then you're going to bring me through this. If you brought right. me through it, you're going to bring me through it. Because mm-hmm. you know, I got all this other stuff. I'm doing a conference. I'm doing. It was like my fifth year, and I was bringing in, you know, talent for the first time. And mm-hmm. I was like, do a
0: film in you know my
2: life this year? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, by that point, I had already honored like 50 women, and. 50 people. So it was just a big, big task that was under underway. But I was able to put all that together. The film is called The Good Life. Yes. So The Good Life is literally about um, a woman's journey and the pinnacle moment that allowed her to make a change just based on a choice that she had to make. And that changed the whole trajectory of her life. And, and that woman is made. Mm-hmm. Um, just really taking you through the process of what I went through in that time period um, of finding out that my father was, that was my, my abuser, by the way, was molesting another child Mm -hmm. and to go through the whole process of my thoughts and to go through the process of how it felt like I'm really taking you through this journey of processing my way of healing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what I was able to take from that and turn it around and create a movement out of it. So with everything, you know, it's magnify your essence. It's you know, celebrating you, women's well, power hour. I had my power hour first, women on the move, um, Mm -hmm. and then it turned into my celebrating you women's conference and expo, and then it turned into my focus light women's retreat, and then it turned, you know, it just continues to go on. But the film actually is like, I I look at it and I just in in awe the wonders of what I can do when you say yes.
0: And That's it's right. been
2: recognized, yes, you talked about the Sophie, mm-hmm. but it's also been recognized all around the world. I've, at this point, I think I, it's like 28, 28 recognitions awesome. um, with being just eg- eg- into entered into m- multiple different film festivals and being accepted amongst right. my peers and really seeing it as a valuable piece of work and seeing it for, you know, one of the best ones that I was part of also was called social change
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it really identified, you know, this is a woman's issue and then how you can turn this around. So I've gotten tons of accolades for being a female um, film writer, for being, you know, talking about women's issues, for being something that's motivational. It, it's just, it has its place, it has its place in the world. And I'm just right. so proud of, I'm just so proud of this, of everything that I've done. That's the most thing that I'm most proud of.
1: You should be. I've seen the movie a few times. I remember when you debut and I still get emotional. So like I said, um, it's emotional for me watching it because I know you and I know your spirit and you're a beautiful person. Um, So to have you relive that each time you have to see it, I can't even imagine. Okay, let me backtrack. You're at a place now where you're healed. You put that out there. You burnt it. It's done. It's over. You moved on. So that's what you need to do. And, um, I remember my spiritual mom used to say to me when I would go back and think about things in my past and she was like, that's old laundry, put it to rest, bury it, forget it. Don't dig up old laundry. It's done. Mm -hmm. So each time you're seeing it, it's just more confirmation and more healing for you and, and to have God put that in you to give you the strength one, because not everyone uh, could have done what you have done, especially when it's a parent that is the abuser. So I definitely, you know, congratulate you on that. But um, to be so strong, not like, and when I read in the beginning, before we started talking to you, a lot of people that are abused physically, uh, mentally, verbally, uh, you know, whatever, um, physically, you know, they think it's their fault.
0: Yeah. The first thing they yeah. say
1: is what did I do? Why right. was I a victim? Was it something I said? Was it the way that I dressed? Was it, you know, just you you look at yourself and that's not the case because it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with that person
0: who exactly. may have
1: in their life been a victim of some type of trauma and it just trickles down. It trickles down. Right, that's so, why I
2: said to someone else's seeds. It's not your seed. You didn't plant right. that seed someone exactly. else did. And
1: exactly. it, and it
2: grew and festered within you because you nurtured it by agreeing with it, right. Yes. By, by taking it in. Um, and, and this is, you know, like we talked about, you know, with more you talk about it, you, you know, you release more. And mm-hmm. I can tell you that to this day, like I can watch it. Um, and it, it just fills me with joy. Like it's a different right. type of feeling that I get exactly. and do I get you know, emotional, absolutely, because I know from where I came from exactly when we were at the theater. Now, this is like, oh my gosh, it actually played in an actual real live movie theater, yes, right? It did. In a movie theater that was historic theater, mm-hmm. on top of that, and to have other people that wasn't part of my family and friends, and to really because you know, during the pandemic, I wasn't able to go to a lot of the festivals to really get the feedback and just really see how people were taking it. And now granted it's got over 28 and 28 laurels at this point. So it's doing something, but to me, for me to witness it
0: and right. to be
2: in a, in a, in a theater, mm-hmm. like me in a mm-hmm. theater with right. on the marquee. And I had spoke that. And I had said that. I remember going past the old uptown theater and taking a video of it. And saying, hey, presents. Right? It's going to say Carolyn Wilson one day. I mm-hmm. remember going past the highway theater saying it's going to say magnify your essence, Carolyn Wilson. I had no clue that instead it was going to say Carolyn Wilson, the good life, mm-hmm. right? And so that just meant so I, that, that I cried like a baby because I'm like, wow, like God used me, you mm-hmm. know, a person who was molested. Person mm-hmm. was in multiple domestic violence relationships and intimate partner, really, you mm-hmm. know, different versions of abuse, who was a single parent, who was a teenage parent, who was on welfare, who mm-hmm. flunked out of college, who, you know, like all of these things that, you know, society would mm-hmm. have counted me out, but yet still, hey, I rise, right? like a phoenix and so that's where it was so confusing to me growing up because i'm like my world around me is telling me that i should not be in these places i should not be accomplishing these things but my spirit was like no you are worthy of this see the worth that i had to learn i had to learn the worth that i was already given it was already appointed to me see but due to someone else's insecurities put it upon me. And then I learned to be insecure. I learned to feel that I didn't have worth, that I didn't have value. So I need for anyone who's listening to my voice right now to know that you are valued. Your value is innate. It's already in you. It's you're a fearless force and you just don't even know it. It's Mm -hmm. like that phone that you go get and it's not activated. And I'm going to take this word from Steve. Steve Slots, he's always talking about a phone and how it's not activated. You can have a phone, you can buy the phone, but until you get the service, and get it, you can plug it up mm-hmm. and it can work. You can tap into Wi-Fi, but you can't make any phone calls because why? It's not activated.
1: It's not activated. So the
2: same thing about you and everything about you is not activated because mm-hmm. of other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. not yours. You can create your own level of crazy. I tell people that all the time. I can create my <laughs> own level of crazy. I don't
1: need yours. I don't time. need anything <laughs> extra, sure, right? Well, one thing you said is that you were saying to yourself that you couldn't believe it was you, you, yeah. and you list all the reasons why, because you were broken. But um, especially uh, this, this is so crucial. And I love that you said that because yesterday was Easter, resurrection day yes. for Christians all over the world which was a very important day. We you know, we know that Christ rose on that day. And what you said was about God working with you, but if you remember, if you go back to the Bible, everyone that God has worked through was broken. There was no one that was perfect. Everyone was broken except for Jesus. But Everyone had, they were murderers, they were idolaters, they were, uh, they had something going on, but he used them and that's what he works with. He works with the broken because why work with the perfect? The perfect, they have their issues, but why work with them? He wants to show them that things are possible and it all starts with the mindset. So my my next question to you is, um, tell us about some of the projects real quick that you've been doing lately and that you have coming up.
2: Oh, wow. Awesome. So once again, the Her Story, mm-hmm. Her Story Anthology with these amazing women, um, we're actually um, going to do, I'm doing my pop-up tour. So we're going to be popping up all around the world, literally awesome. with mm-hmm. this tour. Um, you know, I have, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a podcast. I'm, very, I'm kind of barking into the podcast area. Yeah, arena come too. on over. We yeah, I'm use coming you. into that. So, you know, <laughs> I, I actually did a couple of um. Episodes uh with one of my friends. Uh, we're gonna do something called 15 minutes of fame. And it's literally just because you know, all you need is 15 minutes. So we have already Mm -hmm. pre-recorded some things and gonna release that. But right now I'm working on uh can't just candid conversations with Carolyn because people wanna talk to me. People got stuff to say. Right. right? Right. And my platform is your platform. So candid conversations with Carolyn. And so far um I did last month for Women's History Month, I did 25 days of her. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of gave me the bug. I'm like, hmm, wait a minute, wait a second. So I've had several people reach out to me, say, I want to be on your show. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to tell them I don't have one. I'm like, okay, let's, let's wait till that's April it. and then I'll get you scheduled. So here we go. Right?
1: That's it. That's candy. it. Let's have a candy
2: conversation with Carolyn.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's funny that you said that because I originally did not think about a podcast. You know, I had my digital show mm-hmm. that I aired, you know, on Tuesdays, uh, you know, on live on Facebook, LinkedIn, right. and uh YouTube. Someone else talked this into my life. Someone said yeah. to me, Felicia, you should think about doing a podcast. Yeah. And then lo and behold, they threw it out in the universe. And next thing you know, you know, uh, I and Voice America, we got together and we formed this partnership. So, uh, I, I totally get it, uh, as yeah. far as, um, you know, you doing the podcast and you, you know, you have such a story and you know, so many people, so I'm sure, I, I will definitely be tuning in. Uh, okay. to listen to that. We're
2: going to so, keep this thing. So I'll have you as a guest. How about that? We're going to oh, exchange well, thank it. thank you. Well,
1: thank and you. I love welcome. it. I love it. So we're going to be wrapping up soon. Okay. So uh, before uh, we wrap up, I want you to let everyone know how they can get in contact with the fabulous Carolyn Wilson.
2: Absolutely. 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 Thank you. They can reach me on all social media platforms at Magnify Your Essence. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition on Instagram be magnified. Um, you can also go to my Linktree. Linktree was just the easiest way. I love that thing. It says yes. Linktree with my name, Carolyn Wilson. And right. there you can find my mye Institute where you can take all kinds of courses to help you learn, grow, and thrive. So I built a school during the pandemic. Um, and I have some amazing, um, instructors on there who are going to teach you some of those things about losing weight, nutrition, mindset, relationships. Who I got, I got a mm, couple of horses. Yeah, on relationships, relationships, good one. <laughs> right, you know, manifesting, uh, positive things, all kinds of, all kinds of things. You just come, come, come on over, come to the campus and see what, see what you want to see. But, um, yeah, that's how they can reach me. Um, that's the easiest way. That's the easiest way. That's the easiest way. Just, um, I'm Googleable. <laughs>
1: Okay, yes, Go to Link3.
2: Yeah, go to Link3 and um just reach out to me. Um and we'll go from there.
1: Wonderful. Well, Carolyn, thank you for being on today. Um, uh, we so appreciate you and I just continued success for you uh, is all that I wish for you. And I know you don't even need it because it's just happening. It's just happening. So thank you again. I love having you on. So thank everyone, you. thank uh, thank you for joining us today. If you would like to sponsor a show or know about sponsorship opportunities, sponsorship ads for your business and so on, please reach out to us at unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. If you would like to ask questions to be included in our next show next month, please send also to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. Have a wonderful rest of your April, and I will talk to you next month with another fabulous guest. Take care and stay well. Bye, everyone.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Me with Felicia Schenken. New shows come out every month, so keep checking back for our new content on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk again very soon.